everybody. Welcome to Tales from Living with 59 Other Roommates. I'm DG Manuel. And I'm Deontay. And today... <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> and I'm Deontay. And hey. I'm Deontay. <laughs> in, association, in association with Sky Show Productions. Also, please don't forget to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. I know sometimes you guys forget to do that. Yeah. We really, really appreciate it. It would really help us soar to the top of the charts. And that's what we really, really, really want. I'm so Also, please. let me not forget my, my regular intro. This is a podcast in which we introduce you to life in which we have lived with 59, 60, 70, 80, 100 other roommates <laughs> because we realize that most of you don't have these experiences and we wanted to make sure that we share them with you Absolutely. so you can be in a world of enjoyment. Be, we in, were. The be, in, be the in the know. Be in the know. Now. Today, <laughs> you don't gotta look at you don't gotta look at the camera. Oh, you don't okay. gotta look at the, today. I mean, she's she's already you've already heard her voice. But today we have a guest, ladies and gentlemen. It is the one and only GNS. Hi guys, it is an absolute pleasure to be here. Um, I'm excited to just talk about that experience. Yeah. We're, there's we're so excited to have you. Many we're, stories. Yeah. So, what wait what what was your first experience? Like about episode when you go that think about is it, what is a your good first? question. Um, when I first moved into Upstart, um, I remember. Wait, I before just, before you before you even continue, you know, because people don't people don't even know you. You're yeah. going, okay, you're going, so you're going straight. More... Let yeah. me let me introduce you. Okay, GNS here has has, has lived with us in in the co living area mm-hmm. when we were there. Mm-hmm. Um, this is someone that's incredibly talented. Uh, music writer, singer, yes. rapper, rapper, just. Straight on musician. She was she fashion was one of the icon. fashion icon, one of the main main talented people that lived with us in the artist community. Um, I know we each have our own stories about how we came across her, um, <laughs> and we're gonna get much into that as we go further. <laughs> uh, and we both have interesting stories to tell. Now, Gina, <laughs> go ahead, introduce yourself. I am GNS. My actual name is Gina Nicole Smith, which is where the name GNS comes from. It also is an abbreviation for the word genius, which some people okay. might feel like, ah, but whatever. Nah, um, stick with it. That's what it is. Ten toes I'm down, standing baby. ten toes down genius. on it. On you what? know, genius. genius. You know, Period. musical genius or whatever. That's what it's short for. Um, I've been in LA for four years. Um, and for the first two years, I lived in this beautiful unique insane chaotic experience that we all um have went through yeah we lived Uh, in a box we lived in a box you know a pod a coffin like bed structure Mm -hmm. with eight people in one room yes um in a five bedroom house with 40 people so it was it was an experience um and funny enough they called me to come talk about this and i've actually been thinking a lot lately about upstart oh, yeah. what were you thinking about i've been thinking you know just the journey of it all mm-hmm. uh i've been really thinking about my journey in la like how far i've come and like all the different experiences and really what i was thinking is you know it was so many layers to that experience but um as crazy as it was, it was also really beautiful. Mm-hmm. So I was just thinking about, you know, different time periods and different layers of it. And for me, the feeling I was feeling was like a sense of gratitude because mm-hmm. I was like, if everything that I went through mm-hmm. 
and everything I went through in there led me to this moment, even this moment right here, yeah. then it was all worth it. Yeah. And I wouldn't, I mean, I wouldn't know you guys, you know, I wouldn't know my best friends in a studio <laughs> recording a podcast. Exactly. Yeah. You know, and, um, I met so a many amazing recording people. Recording podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but like I think it's the beauty of it all is the journey, mm-hmm. and I agree. it it was a an experience that I don't think any of us would walk away from saying that it was like crazy, mm-hmm. into, like in the extent of what like it doesn't outweigh the beauty of it. No, mm-hmm. because I don't think that my experience would be as beautiful as it is if I didn't go to Upstart. You know, I agree. If I, I wasn't agree. an upstart, so you know, so this all the time, it would be a completely different LA. Mm-hmm. I agree wholeheartedly. I'd be a completely different day. For new listeners, there. upstart, by the way, is the name of the co living area that that, mm-hmm. that yes. we lived. Don't mm-hmm. worry, they're no longer in business. Yeah, yes. so we're not getting sued. Yeah. <laughs> I really didn't want to say the name. I was trying to like tap dance around yeah. it. Yeah. But it's okay. Free press. It's okay. Um, it was it was just very transformational and I will always be grateful mm-hmm. for that house, for all the houses, I'm all the people you, I met. Let me ask you this, GNS. Mm-hmm. What was your experience when you first met met Deontay? My experience when I first <laughs> met Deontay, and y'all need to please bear with me. I've told people this. I don't remember much no. of 2019. No. Um, I was loaded most of that year. So I genuinely as, do as not... most people that lived in that house. Exactly. Yeah. I was 21. You know, yeah. it's really all a blur. And people think I'm joking, but people always bring up experiences. And I'm like, I don't remember that happening. But Deontay, I think I remember him sitting on a porch. Mm. I remember at some point, I think we the first place we interacted was on the porch mm-hmm. or the steps of the house. And as soon as we talked, I felt it was like an instant connection. Like mm-hmm. we was like right here with it, you know, um, you know, cute, cute and queer. Mm-hmm. And I think, <laughs> I think like from that moment, um, we kind of clicked pretty fast and then we became going out buddies. And I think our friendship just bloomed a lot. Um, I think when we first met, we bumped heads a little bit, mm-hmm. a few times. We definitely bumped. We heads. definitely bumped heads. When you live with, I'm, I'm, when you live with that many people was, for that month, for that long, you're gonna have a, one or two. I just think that it was a sense of we are both individuals that mm-hmm. have very um, strong personalities. Yeah, yeah. and I am not a wavering personality. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> As and, we can tell from a few other stories yeah, on this podcast, and, um, listen to I, a lot of other episodes, please. I just felt like in being in a new place, I just wanted to, I was coming from a small place. I was mm-hmm. like telling myself, I'm never going to dim my shit for anybody. Yeah. Da, 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 da. So I wasn't that energy. It was already combative. Yeah. But I think when we first met, we it was more of a like, oh, like she's like a, like a little sister vibe. So like I'm overtaking that older role anyway right mm-hmm. so i was just like okay i think Little- <laughs> it was, i think it was more like to me like yin yang i think yeah. in our friendship we both helped bring out different sides of each other more i think you know in the beginning, you uh, not to overshare i was like more reserved and yes. more to myself and to be honest my first year in upstart a lot of people know me as a confident person that wasn't a thing back then uh, um why'd you show and- why'd you come like me I mean, because I, I know you now is pretty confident. Why did you show up so reserved? Um, Just different experiences I had yeah. before I came All here. Right. And I think that one of the reasons, once again, that I was grateful for, because I had a lot of things I needed to heal. Mm-hmm. And I hadn't even, like, touched the surface at yeah. the moment when I first came here. So I was a pretty, like, 
shy and also in a sense where I didn't like speak up for myself I sometimes. Didn't like that. Yeah. And he didn't like that. So as a fr- he was a very like sense. abrasive, I would say, <laughs> personality. He was slightly abrasive and I was like such a like crybaby and I was sensitive. Like, so I was more of sensitive. So in a sense he was just trying to like come on, like toughen me up. You know when somebody like jacking somebody yeah, up a I was little like, bit. But I seen this. But, but yeah. I didn't that makes sense. I see this, and she didn't see that. And like, I'm a person that if yeah. I bring out that shit to people, so I'm just like, I see something, but like, she doesn't see it. Because yeah. when I first met her, it was she had so much hair. Yeah, in I her did. fucking face, and it was yeah. in my face. <laughs> it was. I mean, in her face, bitch had bangs. Like, <laughs> as a I said, Gina, we can't no. see you, baby. Uh. Like, I don't know, and and that, that's just what it's been. So yeah. us meeting was kind of like, and then she also taught me how to soften up, soften up, yeah. and show my emotions. Yeah. Like, I am not uh, like how I was in the beginning yeah. because it was like, like for example, yin and yang. Yeah. Like, it was yeah. like yeah. she taught me how to open up. It's okay to show like this emotions and vulnerability and stuff like mm-hmm. that because we had those conversations. I allowed her to cry, mm-hmm. or she allowed me to cry mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And that's something that the house like just gave to us mm-hmm. and it's a beautiful thing. Yeah, and, here we are. and he helped me. And he helped me to like toughen up and mm-hmm. to find. I guess, like, my confidence in a sense, um, and to stop, you know, kind of stop always, uh, I think I did dim my life for a very, very long time, Mm -hmm. um, and I think that he helped me to stop doing that. Just shine a bitch, so, you know, I have, I have that to think from, it was a lot of experiences, but I feel like both of us brought out definitely different sides of each other so this is making me so happy to talk about oh my god it's beautiful as i'm saying like upstart wasn't all crazy Mm -mm. um but we had crazy moments but what about you when y'all first met what is what is y'all's first (laughs) time (laughs) (laughs) no because the first the first time actually (laughs) i know why i know what happened (laughs) (laughs) i'm petty Nah, because we, I mean, we're going to get to this eventually. Yeah. <laughs> We're besties, man. Yeah, we got to go. Nah, we good. We good now. We good now. <laughs> Love it to death. <laughs> Didn't start out that way. Mm-hmm. The, no, actually, no. The first time was when I was at I was at, at Upstarts. I was in a completely different house. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was actually setting up an event for, for Black History Month. Oh, that's the first um, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is, this, is, this is the first time. So, so this one was like super, super cordial. I think she, she hit me up. She wants to perform at the event. I was um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I know who she was at that time. I was just like, all right, cool. If you want to mm-hmm. perform, we're gonna put you on the stage. We're gonna do your thing. Um, she came. We put up, put, uh, put her, her up. I put her up there. Mm-hmm. Um, there's something that was going on with the, with sound? the, with the sound. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had to go over there and adjust it because they had put your vocals. I remember this just dis- uh, distinctly. They had put your vocals so much higher than the actual music, mm-hmm. and I was like, "That's not coming out right." So I had to go over to the person that was that was doing that, and I was like, "Let's mm-hmm. turn up, let's turn up the music a little bit, you know? Mm-hmm. Give her give her a great sound." Level uh, yeah, level that shit out, baby. Uh, so that was so. That was the first time. Okay. That, yeah. That was cute. So, yeah, it was, mm-hmm. yeah, it was very... That was the, the first the, time. Yeah. yeah, no, yeah. He met the artist. Yeah. No, he performed. That yeah. was a dope show. Yeah. And, you know. And second time? And second time. <laughs> second time. <laughs> so, that's you. I let you. her yeah, start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Sorry, let's get, let's get to the tea. You no, 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 no. Because we've actually already talked about this in, I think, in the first the first episode in, in which when I came through, I came through as... 
months and months and months later, while we were in the pandemic, maybe like a month or two in, right? Mm-hmm. And the new house manager. Yes, mm-hmm. I came in as a, as the new house manager. That's when we was partying. Yeah. He was bored. So I didn't I didn't come in like a regular house manager. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? No, he didn't. Because regular. <laughs> Guns blazing. Because a regular house manager, you know, you probably know them already. They're probably in the house with you. Mm-hmm. You know, um, everybody's in sort of in a good spot already. They're ready to accept a to to accept whoever is hired to do that position. Right. You know, y'all are just out here just living your dreams, doing art, doing this. But when it's a pandemic and everybody's in the house and going stir crazy and yeah. and then all the neighbors hate you guys. And then they bring in somebody new who's... They did hate us. They did hate us. Yeah. <laughs> Looking back, I understand why. Yeah. yeah. Then, but... And, and, you know, the point of bringing in somebody new mm-hmm. was, number one, for relations. I That's one of the reasons why why they chose me, because they felt like I could not only be someone that, that brought a sense of... I don't want to say discipline, because you guys are adults, but brought a sense of... of I, mean, I think like structure. Yeah, like structure. Yeah. Yes, we were very free and wild. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Someone that brought in a sense of structure, yeah. but also someone that could that could relate to people. Mm-hmm. You know, um, but I I knew that when I first came in, I would have to first bring the structure mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I can't I can't bring the structure. I can't be super super nice and pushover and then later try to break the structure. Exactly. That ain't gonna work mm-hmm. because then they're gonna be like, oh, you know, uh, Deji, you changed. Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I came in, and, and then and then, and then you can soften up a little bit, mm-hmm. and and so that's why that's why I tried this. So I came in. Um, I remember that first that first night. This is not even a story about about Gina. This is, this is actually a, a story about someone else. Um, I sat down. I'm just I'm just monitoring things, just mm-hmm. observing, mm-hmm. and there's this kid who's who's just blasting, um, <laughs> blasting music, and. <laughs> I'm like, and then he, no, no. I first introduced myself to to, to everybody that was around the picnic table. Mm-hmm. That's in that was remember that picnic table that was in the living room. Loud. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. He said he said he sits down, 30. and I'm and everyone's like, oh yeah, that's the new, that's the new manager. And then he looks at me very very shady like, and I was like, oh okay, and I'm like, who is this nigga? Like, you don't even live here. Okay, <laughs> I, 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 I like. Me. I should no. Was he? Was he? Was he? Yeah. No, no, no. I like yeah. he said, look. I said, wait a yeah. second. I be doing look. Cause, yeah. cause, cause, it wasn't me though. Yeah, because you lived there already. Yeah, yeah. He didn't. Even, he was just visit. I guess he had moved out like maybe a, a few a week or so before if I came. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, you don't even live here, homie. In my head, I didn't say this yeah. out loud because I'm like, all right, I'm still observing. Yeah, mm-hmm. I should kick you out right now, but yeah, you know, do your thing. No, I'll tell you, I'll tell you afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like racking my yeah. brain a little bit. Yeah. And so, but I mean, when I get further in the story, you'll know who it is. And so the next day was was uh, someone's birthday party, and there was a party inside that library area that we had the study the study yeah, yeah. area. Yeah, we turned yeah. it into a club. We yeah, yeah, we called it club yeah. office. The yeah. Club. So I'm like, all right, cool. <laughs> it's two people's. I think it was two people's birthdays actually. It was, it was, I think it was your birthday as well. Yeah, it was, yeah. 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 And so I was like, all right, I'm going to let y'all have mm-hmm. the party. No issues at all, you know. And the vo- But the volume kept being turned to an abnormal mm-hmm. amount. And so I yeah. come in, and there's and the guy that was sitting at the, the table, he was a DJ. Mm-hmm. And so I go to him. <laughs> yes. It's clicking. Yes, it's, it's clicking. clicking. It's clicking. Like, yeah. We're not friends anymore, yikes. Yeah. And so I go Not to I go to him and it's late it's late now. I'm like, yo, I don't mind the party, mm-hmm. but please keep it above the certain decibel. Yeah. Or else y'all might have to come back. Mm-hmm. 
you know, I'm being like real nice with it. He's like, all right, cool. As soon as I turn my back and leave the, a second later, not even a second later, half a second later, yeah, he was, turns it all the way back. It up. was the eye roll. It was a, yeah. oh yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. Right. yeah. I was like, Ooh. Well, and so, I was drunk too, so I don't and so, <laughs> <laughs> and so, and so, I'm sitting now. I get back up. I go back in. I I ignore the the little shadiness he threw at me. Mm-hmm. So I get back up. Um, maybe ten minutes later, go back into the room. Mm-hmm. I'm like, bro, please keep it down. Cause you have to get out of the pod. I'm like, that's a lot. I'm, yeah. just, I'm, just a like, lot. I'm just like, yo, bro, just keep it below the decibel. And I was a co-conspirator. I was. Uh, no, nah, I honestly, I didn't even know if she would tell you the truth. I was, I'm, I, I, like, my, my, my rage was centered on well, one because person. Because the music, because the yeah. music was there playing, playing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And. We I, was bored. <laughs> yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> and so, I came in again, told him, keep it down, left, homie turns it back up, mm-hmm. and that was the last straw. I come in, I come in like a raging bull. I'm like, nigga, get the fuck out of here. I don't care who you are. I don't care if you've lived here. I need you to get out. Oh, he did have moved out. Just click. Oh, because he yeah. moved up. This yeah. Street. Yeah. So he he grabs his and you know, I'm like at that point I'm like, what you gonna do? Like, mm-hmm. you gonna fight me? This mm-hmm. is not a battle you are gonna win. Yeah. Like what? Is yeah. It? Mm-hmm. So he just grabs like he he pretend like he wanted to fight, but he grabbed all his stuff and was like, he, he said something along the lines, and then I'm paraphrasing like I don't even have to be here and walks out. I'm like, that's the whole point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, this is the reason I, I yeah. Because yeah. mm-hmm. also, we couldn't have that many guys. Yeah, it's, inside. I mean, it's, it's, yeah, it's COVID. And I'm like, and I overlooked all that as well. I'm like, you know. But he was being disrespectful. You guys, you guys are yeah. a little stir crazy. You know, you guys, you know what? Have guests over for right now. Yeah. Until they tell me that I can't allow y'all to have guests. We'll keep that between us. Yeah. And then. Remember me and Gina? This is uh, the second time. Help me, cause my brain's still skewed. Uh, I think my you were, you were actually sitting outside. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, you're on the like, front. I remember it wasn't a good entry. I can't yeah. remember what happened exactly. No, 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 it wasn't. It wasn't anything. It wasn't anything bad. F- funny thing is that the first few meetings, it wasn't. It wasn't like nothing like that. Mm-hmm. It wasn't until, uh, cause you you left your stuff around a lot. I did, do, and I yeah. was known for that. Yeah. I was known. I just leave stuff around yeah. the house. Yeah, yeah just. And so, bird brain. Yeah. <laughs> and so, I'm over here, like, just picking it up in the morning, being like, yo, Gina, can you not know, put your stuff away? You know, mm-hmm. just multiple, multiple reminders. And I could tell that I was getting to her a little bit. But me, I'm also, you know, just like you said, you guys are a little hard headed. Yeah. So am I, especially if I got to tell yeah. you something like two, three, and four, I'm five times. Honestly, it's the ADHD. I and, forget uh, stuff. But I, but I always made a conscious decision yeah. to, to, like, not be super combative. I don't think you were ever really yeah. combative. I don't. I, from my experience, I don't ever think you were ever combative. Yeah, because I mean, now you had some toot a couple of times. A few times. Yeah, so some, I can't times. remember so, yeah. what interaction it was. Mind you, I can mm. tell y'all something about me. Mm. I don't do well with authority at all <laughs> in any situation. <laughs> Ask any job mm. that I worked at. Mm-hmm. I was job. just talking to my dad about it. I don't let managers talk to me crazy. I just don't do well with yes. authority. And anyone, you know, that's trying to talk to me like they my boss or my manager mm-hmm. it's something that really like pisses me nerve. off mm-hmm. irks my nerves yeah. so i do get a little rah-rah when i feel like somebody's trying to tell me what to do um so i think it was something with music mm-hmm. it was something about turning the volume down but i remember i think it was the way you said it i was i'm big on the person like it's all about like tone mm-hmm. yeah. and i think it was the way you asked and i think you maybe came back and said something about it later i can't remember mm-hmm. but i remember 
I, you said something. Like I said, my memory is really skewed from this time period. I understand. But I just remember it was something you said about the music and the volume, which now living in my own house, I completely understand. <laughs> I genuinely have realized I was not ever meant to be living in any co-living situation. Not with that many people. Because, yeah. especially no. not with that many people. <laughs> no. It's not normal. No. It's not normal. No. It's, it's just not. It's, no. um, but I like to blast my music. At my new apartment, I've gotten a few noise complaints mm -hmm. you know so i have to take that into account you know that i can't like blast my music at 4 a.m you know but i realized like yeah i used to blast my music and i think you it was something that you told me to turn down the music mm -hmm. that was one nasty the only like really like blatantly ugh, interaction i think we had and i was like you know what so I was like, I don't like this dude. He who he think he is telling us what to do. And, and I'm like and, and I'm like, well, he's the house manager. Like when I think about it now, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? I'm like, well, yeah, he's the house manager and you were new and just do, trying to do your job the best way you knew how. But I wasn't trying to hear that shit. No, it's it's gonna be real. Even, even with doing your job, uh I was also always under the sense of because I didn't always I didn't want to come off as as a dictator. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I want, I, I want to, I want to always understand the people I was, quote unquote, managing. Yeah, you mm -hmm. know, because y'all are adults. Did you have a least favorite person in the house? Oh, most definitely. Who was it? Uh, don't worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> I think we all had yeah. a least favorite yeah. person yeah. in the house. Yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna tell y'all in private. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can, you can say characteristic. Yeah, I think. I think... Are we being messy? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, just, just, I mean, just, it, it I already know. Yeah, I mean, y'all probably already know, but, it, but know. it changes, it, it, when the beginning, it changed from, from time to time, mm. but eventually, it definitely got to be, like, one person. Yeah. And, like. But also, I think, as a collective, the mm. whole house was fixated on that one person too yeah like i yeah. think it turned up to be that one person was the culprit in everything oh, yeah. and always had their mouth on everybody everything like you have something to say about literally everything air hustling and i think that was all really the time why because i remember one one memory that i do know is that there was one time when like they said something out and then like everyone was literally yelling at this person because they literally just literally had a beef, had beef with literally everybody outside. True. And it, it was, that was a, that was a, like, a memory I'm just like, damn, like, how does one person just not you know you know what's, I, what's, what's, what, what, what's, what's, what's crazy, what's crazy is that I remember coming off of, um, I forget what I was even doing at that time, but I got home late, I'm at the top, because you know the house is on top of a hill. Yeah. So I'm at the bottom of the hill, and I should not be able to hear an argument that's happening all the way to the top of the hill. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I drive up, park, get out of my car, and I'm hearing this scream mm -hmm. that's probably screaming at multiple people. Like, I can clearly hear the argument. Yeah. And I'm like, I already know who it is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't even have to climb up, climb up the I don't have to walk up the hill. I already know who it is. You know what I would say about this infamous person is that I'm just at a different stage in my life, mm -hmm. I guess, my own healing journey and everything. So... I honestly, you know, I know other people might feel different. I don't wish any ill or no. negative energy towards this person. Oh, I do. To be honest, I know, I know. But to be honest, I think what I saw in that person, you know, like I said, I've grown and yeah. built that wisdom over time. But what I saw in that person, I think, genuinely is just someone um, who's battling. And I don't know if they might have grown, you know, I don't know. But who's have. battling, you know, certain, certain demons and certain things and... Um, clearly 
had things that they weren't dealing with and it manifested in that way. Mm -hmm. Um, So all I can really say is I genuinely wish this person um, healing. Mm -hmm. I just honestly, at this stage, I hope they heal whatever it is that caused them to act that way mm, um, yeah. with everyone because I did get to know this person on a personal level and, and I and mm-hmm. this person was was had something about them that made people uh, warm up to them because you wanted to root for the person mm-hmm. um, but it's like when someone's so wrapped up and I can say this from my own personal experience in different stages in my life when someone's like living from their trauma and their triggers and there's just constant chaos at a certain point and when they're taking that out on other people mm-hmm. and they're taking it out on other people and like i said i say this from experience um it's hard to remain friends in a situation like that with yeah. someone and when they're like you know kirking out and having tantrums and different things like i'm a behavioral therapist now mm-hmm. so i work with people who have these type of things kids yeah. mainly this was an adult, an adult. but you know, once again, those kids, just like a short and adults, that yeah. comes from a place of just not knowing how to regulate your emotions. That's true. Yeah. And what I see it as, I've had periods like, th- like there's a Gina before Los Angeles. Y'all haven't had the displeasure of meeting. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I can understand, but I also was 17. Um, I can understand. Take that into, take that I'm taking account. that into account. Yeah. Like I was 17, not to give this person too much grace, but you know, me being 17, I had anger episodes yes. and bursts of anger and I guess some people call it tantrums or whatever the case may be. Um, but at a certain point, I just think you have to choose you have to choose your battles and you have to also wake up and decide you don't want to live like that. Because yeah, living true. like that is miserable. Mm-hmm. I think that person um, is just living in a constant state of chaos and whatever bad things happen to them, it, it just manifested yeah and and they vomited out on every single person they interacted with and And you know that's that's all i that's all i see it is that it's not saying it's an excuse for those behaviors um a phrase i've really liked like excuse is not an explanation um i mean explanation is not an excuse that too um that's the way it's worded and i'm just like that's what i just saw in that person and i genuinely like I don't wish them bad. I know no, no. that, they, you know. Well, no, no. <laughs> there, there, there's no, like, battle on anyone in there. But I think that we're just, we right now, I think talking about the experience in itself, going of course, back to there, yeah. it, it comes across to, to thinking, like, dang, like, we actually were in an experience with people experiencing what they were going through. Yeah. And looking back at it now, it's like, actually, some people were just, uh, like, unhinged. Unhinged. No, and, that person was unhinged. And I mean, but there's moments when, Everyone in the house. Everyone's. I've been unhinged. Point, I've been unhinged before. That's what I'm saying. And you it's know? not. And it's not, not that level, maybe. Not that level. But, but it's people... not picking on that person. It's more so like. Yeah. It's just been like, dang, like that person had was unhinged multiple times. No, I agree wholeheartedly. <laughs> I was just, I was just saying my unhinged. take on the person, yeah, like no, no, what no. I view, view I from. Think that they I, agree. I, agree. I think that they're outdoors completely off. They're doing their thing in whatever facet they are doing, and I think it's beautiful. Um, let's move along. Let's okay. move on, please. Thank you. Yeah, I don't, really, I don't want to get any more airtime. <laughs> now, what's, what's, what's next? I think we're going to say, <laughs> we talked about how we met. What's next? <laughs> all right, let me talk, let me, let me get y'all to, to, to the next topic, all right? Uh, I know we were talking before, before the podcast actually started. I think one thing that everyone would love to know is when we live there, of course, when that many people live in the same place at the same time, there can be a little, there can be a little romance in the air. There can be some crushes. There can be some relationships that form. 
Yikes. Let me ask you guys. Let me ask you guys. What relationships have you personally <laughs> either been in, helped form, or you saw that were that you thought were kind of interesting? You know, it's so funny. My heart is racing as soon as you brought up this topic. But I don't think it's good. I think it's yeah. like anxiety immediately yeah. at the thought of speaking about the women that I encountered mm. in Upstart Living. Um, but it was a roller coaster. It was a roller coaster. Was a roller coaster. Um, because I would say that. I'm trying to say, say this in a way that doesn't sound cocky, but I would say in a sense, like, after doing a certain amount of performances, I was, like, pretty well known through what? the little upstart. Jenna, um, she got hoes? No, I wouldn't say yeah, that. Yeah. I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, that's what I said. I was like, how do I say this in the best way? Um, you were I, liked a lot. I, I was like, There we go. A lot of girls gave like, me attention. attention. That's yes, what yeah. I would say. I got, a, go. I got go. a good that's amount of attention. Um... <laughs> So, I had a lot of interesting experiences mm-hmm. in this sense. Well, some, there's a few <laughs> that I can think of, and they I were just like, anxiety. you can spit see I'm like doing my out. hands, because it's like it? the people literally give me anxiety, like uh-huh. they traumatize me, but... This, it's a very thin line between love and hate. Let me tell you, Samantha. Yeah. Right. No, no, no. I, like, I actually know Samantha, so that's not a good name. Mm-hmm. What do you, what do you, Megatron, um, Lizzie, Lizzie. That's, Lizzie. that's pretty good. Lizzie, Lizzie. Okay, Lizzie. what do, what do, Lizzie? Um, Megatron, my right. first experience. Let me tell you something about Gina. I'm retired from this stage <laughs> in my lesbian life. Mm-hmm. I've retired from this, but I used to be what a lovely friend of mine calls a skillet. A skillet. skillet. A lot of lesbians are skillets. I'm going to Please, explain. Explain this. You know, in a skillet, when yeah. you flip food. Yeah. So it's a lot of lesbians in the community. Uh, they know who they are, mm. who they get a rise mm. out of trying to flip straight girls. Interesting. Okay. And I, I won't it. even say that I tried. To be honest, in my lesbian lifetime, mm. a lot of straight girls have blatantly hit on me. Mm. So they yeah. will blatantly come on to me. They will hit on me. They will be all up on me and a younger version of me got off on that you know okay. girls being like i'm not gay gina but for you like it used to do something but that came from a place of insecurity that for you yeah uh, that but for you, that for then. you anytime i fell for a straight person in a complete heartbreak and disaster because at the end of the day they want to be with a man mm-hmm. i'm not a man mm-hmm. thank god um so no offense no. to the men i'm sitting next to <laughs> No offense, no shade, no shade to all the men out there. But, you know, they wanted to be with men. Mm. I can't understand why, Mm. but that was the case. (laughs) This is going to sound terrible, but I feel like some people, when I think about them now, after falling in love for real, Mm -hmm. some people, I think that mm -hmm. they were like more symptoms of... Being what, locked in a house together. Yeah. I know and, and more symptoms. Yes. People that I... You don't realize how much you didn't love people until you actually love someone. Yeah. But I think they were more like symptoms of what I was going through at the time. So yeah. sometimes if and I was going something through reflected, something... Reflected it, the time. Yeah. yeah. And it was something for me to like fixate or focus on other than the craziness that was happening in my life. Yeah. I think this person may have been that. And I also... At that time, I didn't know how to be... I had a lot of pseudo friendships with girls. I called mm-hmm. them like friendships with context mm. where I never really had strictly platonic friendships 
with girls. You ever told them to who, explain the context? Who I were attracted. I would say I've had, a, I think they call it heteronormative friendships. But okay. pretty much a lot of lesbians go through. But for me, every friend that I had that was super close and that I found attractive, mm-hmm. we didn't have a normal friendship. Mm-hmm. It was like we were like girlfriends without sex gotcha. in this sense, which That's is annoying. The lines would be very blurred. Yeah. Like, we spend every moment together. We talk all day. We cuddle. We touch. Do all these but things. But you talk to me different. But then you talk to your other friends. Yes, and which... I know that you're treating me different than other friends. And it's mm-hmm. all these blurred lines. A lot of times, the girls don't want to see you with other people, so they exude their energy. So it can be. For me, it was really confusing because most of the time this was with straight girls. Well, in the house, everyone's like, I mean, there was this energy of horniness. Yeah, yeah. it was an overall like, this was this, this, like, let's horniness. Let's talk about the fact that like, we're in the house with grown ass adults, sex is in the air. Yeah, yeah exactly. also, just for the fact of the you matter You see these people every day. You see them every day, yeah. and you're bound to build these connection relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a really close friendship. Close friendship. It just tap dance. No around lie. it i it's not like you guys have privacy either to do what no. like no. so 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 it's like a constant buildup of just sexual tension sexual, sexual tension, tension. Yeah. i had sexual tension built up with so many people let's start with the sexual and people and then we can go to love yeah yeah, yeah. Like, so i mean there were um let's say jack and billy mm-hmm. yeah okay. jack and billy yeah. <laughs> they were always around each other yeah um Beautiful straight guys, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I will <laughs> figure out who you talk about. Yeah, yeah. Before so you Jack go. and Billy, yeah. like they were just buddy, buddy, twenty four seven, right? Mm-hmm. And I just felt like they were just so attractive, you mm-hmm. know, the only like the ones that like I just found attractive in my house, but like it was it would never go anywhere. Right. Um, mm-hmm. That's just what it was. That's why they were attractive. Um, but I don't know. I had this like thought process that like something would happen with me and Jack. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. You didn't become Jill. No, I didn't become Jill. <laughs> But Gina did. <laughs> yeah, really? Is that so what we did the she, truth or dare? Did, did I, I was trying to try to remember. Did I give it away? You can she, uh, she, like, she's still oh, thinking. Oh, it was truth or dare. No, 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 Let no, me no, clarify. No, no, it, no, was no, no, it was truth or dare. It was truth or dare. It was truth or dare. And, and, and Jack, nom- he really nominated himself very quick. And I was like, I feel like you've been thinking about this. But I just did it. It was like a Was this supposed to be a kiss? Yeah. Okay, okay. It was okay, just a pack. Okay. Yeah, 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 it was a pack. It was a pack. It was a pack. And but, I was high. But then so. we get into the night. Yeah. Um, and then, what's another name? Um, <laughs> Nathan. Mm-hmm. Why is nobody using my Megatron? Megatron just sounds like it's a crazy. Guy. It just sounds it's like it's wild. It's and it's wild. a very like it's a great name. Guys. Fine. Okay. Megatron. There we go. <laughs> and I did truth through there, mm. and it was like a. Um, it was a lap dance day, mm. and then mm-hmm. it just turned into. Did you make out with Megatron? Yeah, I know who Megatron <laughs> is. I know exactly who Megatron is. I made oh out with God. Megatron, and literally, it we ended hot. up in the. It was hot, but we ended up, ended up in the attic. Um, and then we went to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's clicking. It's, it's coming clicking. back. <laughs> um, and that was like the the like lust and the sexual nature, but that was the like the same thing I talked about earlier yeah. in the last episode. But then there was another one mm-hmm. who is a little bit more than 
a hookup because we never actually hooked up. Mm. Those would be the worst ones. It, this yeah. is the worst. The, I think the worst. The ones will they won't they ones. Yep. It's like the, the ones that no, got no, away, no. but you don't know what that could have been. Right. And mm. this was me and Sebastian. Mm. I like that name. Oh, uh, yeah, Sebastian. Let's uh, talk about Sebastian. 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 All right. Sebastian is the one that never happened. Right. That mm. there's so much sexual tension there. Um, when we're together, mm-hmm. um, that in the house, it was like we're in a big-ass box and mm. just two of us are there. And it's just like we argue back to back. We played, mm-hmm. like that playfulness, that yeah. playful argument yeah. like and stuff like that. It was so cute. He was so cute. Um, and that just back and forth just got me. Uh-huh. And like everyone in the house just could sense that like, I get a room. Get a room already, and I I felt it too. I was just like, can we just? Can we do it? Can we just like try to see where mm-hmm. this will go? Yeah. But it just never got there. We never hooked up or anything. Why do you think the biggest reason for that was? I have no idea because I was willing and able. Mm-hmm. Well, Sebastian had a boyfriend. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. at the pretty time. big thing. So that's yeah. a pretty big thing. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I wasn't in the game of splitting people up, mm-hmm. even though I did mispronounce his name, his ex-boyfriend's name on purpose. Mm-hmm. Jeez. Every time. <laughs> <laughs> on purpose. Yeah. But it was just out of, you know, like, okay, like, mm-hmm. why is Sebastian just so... You know, flirty, mm-hmm. flirty with me, mm-hmm. yeah. and just break it with your boyfriend, like Ariana Grande said, because yeah. I'm bored mm-hmm. <laughs> of seeing this. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I didn't uh, see a big spark there. No offense to yeah, Sebastian, with, yeah, like, wherever they are. I didn't either. I didn't either. And I was just like, me and Sebastian just worked, would have worked. Um, but now he's a good friend, um, mm-hmm. and I'm happy that he is living his best life in this. That's yeah. good. That's, That's good. Okay. <laughs> but that, that was the only like romantic thing because like I it wasn't like like you were saying with like love like there was a it's deep, a difference it's a different there was yeah. a deep 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 connection just because of these moments that we mm-hmm. have right. but also I don't think that we would work outside of the house yeah I know like, what you mean no there there are a lot of, there are a lot of relationships like that yeah. I personally saw within yeah. the community because. You guys have to remember, I was in every single one of these houses. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there are some relationships that I would see and be like, if y'all weren't living together, yeah. mm-hmm. would y'all be dating? And there was one particular relationship yeah. that I saw happen while I was with the manager of, of, of Sunset that when they both left, mm-hmm. they, broke up. they broke up within... I, I know exactly within what like you're talking about. a week or two. Because yeah. like, it's just something about like, I, I just know that like with Sebastian there, like, I, w- I was just like it was a different type of vibe it was like being in college mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like being in a dorm it was like and it was like dorm. you see these people 24-7 and you you talk to them you ha- you can do whatever you like you can go watch movies upstairs it's very cute cook together you can mm-hmm. you know go on a walk together like mm-hmm. you're just there with them 24-7 yeah. and you build this type of bond and I think that would only work in that scenario because you skip so many bases you do mm-hmm. like so you're, many. you're not dating like mm-hmm. you, you live with each other you know already each other. Mm-hmm. so it was heightened and especially during that time it was a lot. And I think I had so much emotions for that because I was like, I like this person. Mm-hmm. But like, looking back, I was really like, bitch, mm. it, it won't, it, w- it wouldn't work on the outside of life. Like, on the mm-hmm. out, out of upstart. Let me, let me get to this topic before, as we kind of wrap things up here a little bit. What was, what is, or what do you think was the most interesting relationship that, that either, either of you two like weren't a part of that you saw that you're like huh 
Um, mine was Dwayne The Rock Johnson and um, <laughs> Kansas. And Kansas. That's what you named them. Yeah. Look, what was this relationship like? <laughs> For me? Yeah. I just think but that was her. very, very interesting. Mm-hmm. I, I was blindsided. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they... It was one of those relationships that I just think that just... Um, was detrimental to both of mm-hmm. them. Um, no comment. <laughs> <laughs> I'm interested to know who's who's doing the yeah, right Yeah, you won't for kids. me. You won't for me. It's in my head alone. Yeah. Um, but I just think this relationship was just very like interesting. I mm-hmm. think it was. I, I'll the only word I can say is interesting. But let me scratch that one. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. I don't even know a couple I can think of that I thought was interesting because mm. I didn't. There wasn't many. There wasn't many that there like was, that there was many hookups. There was a lot of hookups, so I can't think of a couple where I was like, yeah, like in, interested, invested in their storyline. Okay. I guess if that makes sense. Yeah, no, no, no. But that um, was I had my yeah. own stuff going on, and I don't think like, I don't know, I don't know. I can't think of any couples that I was like invested in. I know for me, like I, I, I going back, to, I had a lot of like flirty. Mm-hmm. And with the house, like I said, it's like all the, I had a lot of people flirty energy in the house. A lot mm-hmm. of girls very flirty, mm-hmm. you know, kind of touch and go. And I did, you know, I had some experiences in there, um, to say the least. Uh, and I think to tell one experience, you know, I went out with somebody who I lived with. I'm going to try to think of another name for this person. Like um, in our house? Yeah. Yeah. I, something about me, sometimes, I, don't, I, don't, I always tell my friends, I don't tell y'all stuff unless it means something. Yeah. And that's mm-hmm. no diss to this person. Well, because I didn't, yeah, I didn't yeah, know. Yeah, I went out with this person who lived in the house. We went mm-hmm. on a date, and I had had a crush on them for a minute, but then when we went on a date, I was just like, mm-hmm. I was like, I don't know, I, was like, I wasn't feeling it, and I was like, okay, my crush, just it just left. And then, you know what's terrible? I didn't know it was possible when I think about it. I just stopped talking to her. But we lived in the same house, so essentially I ghosted someone, you ghosted someone you live that with. I lived that with, you live with, which is crazy. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I just walked past her. That's a, I didn't give her explanation or say, like, I'm not into I just pretty much, like, stopped talking to her. I mean, I guess it's a, little, it's a little easier to, to go somewhere when there's so many other people around. Yeah. But imagine if you were, like, let's say you were two people who lived in the same household. And, then that's awkward. And you well, ghosted, you ghosted, you ghosted your partner. I think dating somebody actually in the house would have been an interesting just because yeah, there's never... so much going on. Mm-hmm. I never dated anybody in the house, but mm-hmm. I did bring my boyfriend at the time mm-hmm. to the house. Mm-hmm. Okay. I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that was interesting Sebastian because didn't it gave me, it, well, that right there, it gave me a confirmation that maybe he did like me like that mm-hmm. because he got upset or he didn't like mm-hmm. the other guy. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, okay. But... In that time, it was so weird because, like... Did I, he have an issue with you, like, just being around so many other people? No, that, that's what I was going to say. Like, I don't think, like, it, it was very interesting because he was very fascinated about, like, where I was living. Because mm-hmm. he, he was just like, this is, like, what is this? Mm-hmm. That's another thing about... Bringing about people outside about, yeah. about the co-living. It's that I never had a relationship while I was living in the co-living space mm-hmm. because you can't bring... Me first. You can't. You can't. I can't bring a girl to no. knowing that I live with fifty nine other people. It's a. It's such a turn off. Like you it, know it how is. many times yeah, I was in a club in West Hollywood and I had like a girl I was in love with for the night, and then he like, oh, what are you doing after this? Or he like, you can tell they want to come over, yeah, and I'm yeah. like, girl, 
If soon as you say I live with 40 people, yeah. I, w- I wouldn't want to come home with no. me if I said that. But there, the thing, you know, man. when I did, I think I did that maybe once, but it was in the studio. You know, I, I just took the I did the it. Studio. I did it um, at Hobart. And this was like yeah. into the, into the pan, pandemic. Uh, Hobart. And yeah, Hobart, Hobart had this like real, little uh, recording music studio area mm-hmm. that they, the people who lived there at the time, just sort of converted into a theater. Um, <laughs> so I think I did that a couple of times. I just brought brought oh, someone yeah, over. Yeah. I was like, yeah, let's have a little fun yeah, day a in the theater. Movie night. Hobart has some fine yeah. girls. Every time I went over there, I was like, these bitches fine. Two of them over there was yeah, <laughs> kind of yeah. fine. <laughs> I had to go clean, clean there one time. And I was like, ooh. No, I, I had a crush on one or two, but we won't get into that. No, <laughs> no, I feel, I feel you. We won't I, get into that in this episode. Yeah. Um, I would say, what is, um, before we wrap up and everything, I would have said, like, what is something that you take a, will, like, take away from the experience? I think Upstart was almost like boot camp for fame in a sense. Mm-hmm. Because to me, you have to be around people. Mm-hmm. I've never had to live with people that you know don't you don't like and you know don't like you. Mm-hmm. But also people that you know, I think what I took from it is it I dealt with every type of person mm-hmm. you could deal with there. Mm-hmm. So I think it taught me even more. I think I'm a people's person, mm-hmm. but I think it taught me even more how to navigate dealing with a lot of different people's and energies. It's probably mm-hmm. one of the reasons I, I'm a good be- behavioral therapist because, yeah. you know, I think yeah, I learned a lot energies. about yeah. people and, and, and humans in general in the sense where it's so many layers to people. Um, oh, so I think it so taught me about, about <laughs> people. That was the biggest thing. And also just like that house changed me. It yeah. really changed the essence. I don't even look, I look like a completely different person, but it's like, I'm a completely different person because of that house. Yeah. Um, for some reason, something about the house was strangely healing. A lot of people will say the same thing, mm-hmm. but also, you know, I think I found myself. I found yeah. my sound as a music artist. I came into my element, and I'll just take away. It was a part of me finding myself. Do you think if life was just one big curriculum, like everybody, everybody, as soon as you're born, you're like, you gotta, you gotta do these major, major things. Do you think that everyone should live with at least? 40 people in their lifetime it should be on the list just so they experience what it's like to or even become better and mm-hmm. grow and understand people more do you feel like feel like that should be part of the curriculum i don't think everybody could deal with it mm-hmm. i think it takes a special kind of person to uh, to optionally choose to choose and deal with that i think it has to simply do with your ambition your drive me what you too do. because i don't think i would actively like select mm-hmm. to do it yeah. but for what la meant to me and coming out here for it's mm-hmm. like i something i've didn't think twice about doing okay i think the experience in itself is one of those things where, like it taught like for example gina said a growth um mm-hmm. finding herself for example it taught me um how to navigate my energy of being um you know abrasive and stuff like that in a world where there's so many different type of people that i wouldn't even think to even talk to mm-hmm. yeah, uh, yeah. Th- that i befriended yeah. that i loved you know that i still will talk to today and enjoy mm-hmm. um and not like have this like oh i'm sticking to people that only i would um talk to in a regular mm-hmm. basis but being like wow there's a whole other side of people that i have not even 
opened up to and it allowed me to be able to be vulnerable and open up more so i take away that there's strength and being able to be 100 percent yourself in yes. settings that kind of don't align with that because mm-hmm. upstart really it it, it was it's, it's it's like a scary thing to yeah, open be, up yourself yeah. to like random people yes that's like you opening up yourself to 40 50 people yeah. at once and not knowing like if any of them are gonna like you no mm-hmm. so i feel like it was a scary thing to just like be that transparent and vulnerable going into this big ass house with not like for one i was i didn't first time in, in los angeles like not knowing anyone mm-hmm. so i'm just like damn like are these people going to like me should i should i open up to them right now should i build these relationships later like mm-hmm. it's just navigating that but i think i learned how to navigate la mm-hmm. within navigating mm-hmm. upstart oh yeah i think it was preparation from the city to the mm-hmm. city yeah. it made me jaded jaded ah i hated every single one of y'all no, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no, maybe appreciate everyone. Appreciate all the artists that were there, and there's a lot of fucking talent. It was, it was, yeah. it was a lot of talent, mm-hmm. and as we continue to grow, um, I hope that we do continue to appreciate all the talent, and you guys continue to appreciate us as we continue um, to give you more episodes like this, more fun stories mm-hmm. about everything fun. that it was like living with 59, 60, 70, 80 other people. Um, Gina, we thank you for, for coming thank out you, tonight. Thank you. Uh, thank you for having me. Uh, we hope to have you on again because there are still, still thousands more There's stories. There's still stuff we haven't yeah, touched. Yeah, very scratched the surface. We have yeah. I skipped certain topics earlier. Yeah. We need to have a, a round two um, yeah. just because of the fact that I don't think we touched on anything, everything I was on with. No, today. not at all. Mm-hmm. Not, not at all. <laughs> but hey, look, keep listening and we'll keep telling you stories. We can talk more when this is off. <laughs> <laughs> and don't forget, please go on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, rate and review, keep listening. Um, once again, my name is Deji Manuel. I'm Deontay. I am GNS. <laughs> and we will see y'all next week. See you next week, guys. Bye. Bye. Don't Bye. forget to share. <laughs> <laughs>